0: Hey, Legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. The Legends at Pertec are a fabulous sponsor of Andy Raymond Unfiltered and super proud of their Protect range of products. Biodegradable and environmentally friendly, the lanolin range is Australian-made too. The Protect range of products is available from the 107 Pertec stores Australia wide. Check out all the details on their extensive range of Protect products at pertec.com.au. Thanks Pertec for your continued support of Unfiltered. Welcome to another edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the only podcast that talks with the legends, not about them. This is the best of, a look at one of the game's greats from their Legends Series interview already in the Library of Legends where none of our interviews or episodes ever date. This one is with a guy that won four premierships in two of those grand finals. He was man of the match. He's a two-time Kangaroo Tourist, a Lance Todd Trophy winner, a Golden Boot winner. He was named in the NRL Team of the 80s and possibly just possibly an immortal in waiting. This is Brett Kenny. If you enjoy this quick look at the great man, you'll just love the full interview. It's episodes 111 to 113 in the library. Here's Bert. Enjoy. The term best natural footballer was often used to describe you. What does that mean? Does it mean you couldn't follow a game plan? Or does it just mean... It happened.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I think probably a bit of both. <laughs> Look, I tell you, there were some times I couldn't follow the game plan. And, um, but, yeah, I, I, things just sort of happened naturally for me. Yep. And and as I mentioned, my dad played baseball and it was just a natural progression for me as a kid. I played baseball in the summertime, rugby league in the winter. Yep. And obviously baseball, you know, hand-and-eye coordination is very important. and. I think that probably played a big part in the way I, I was able to handle the rugby league and, and yeah. the football and do things there. It, it, I was never one for really practising a lot of things. I, I would do some things. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was, I, I guess, you know, in the book that I, I wrote, it was called The Natural. And yep. I And I guess in a lot of ways that's probably what what happened. It was just a natural thing for me. Um, Were you coachable still? Oh yeah, you know I I I learnt you know from a young age that you never know everything and, yep. and and um you're always there to learn things. So you're always and the other thing was that I was always told was you know you always respect people they want to talk to you. You don't have yes. to agree with what they say and you don't have to to do what they say. And I mean everyone wants to give you advice. And the, but the reality is if you've got respect for someone, you would listen you to listen. them. And you'd take, probably take that advice. Yep. You may not have respect for them, but you still listen to them and yep. you'd walk away and say thanks very much and, and be done with, you know, and you don't have to do what they say. But
0: Great call.
1: But, um, you know, I, I guess, yeah, I, I'd like to think I was, I was coachable. I suppose you'd have to ask some of the coaches. <laughs> they might say no, no. He was,
0: you reckon Jack might have argued?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might have argued a few times. But, I, look, I, I really do think that I was very fortunate when you mentioned Jack Gibson. I. Yeah. I feel very fortunate that I was able to play under Jack and play at a young age. Um, Jack came in in 1981 at Parramatta and I was 20 years of age, so very easily influenced on things. And um, I've always said um, not only was I a better player, I I think more importantly I became a better person playing under the coaching of Jack Gibson.
0: People say that about the, the great coaches, they become better footballers but they become better young men and, as you said, very important. Everyone's got a favourite Jack Gibson story. Does one stand out to you?
1: Yeah, look, as you say, he's got, he's got a few. I, I, um, I, well, there's a couple. But I, I Just quickly, I, I remember Sturlow saying to Jack one day at uh, training at Granville Park, That was not obviously um, 1982, yep. um, Cumberland Oval had been burnt down after the 81 grand final and and they uh, were training at Granville Park and Sturlow said to Jack, you know, for the last few weeks, he'd been struggling with his kicking game. He hadn't problem getting the kick away, but he was always... He seemed to be catching the fullback on the full or the wingers on the full. He couldn't sort of hit the ground. And, and he asked Jack, has you got any tips? And, and Jack said, well, you know, the best tip I can give you is kick to the seagulls. Now, you look around at where we're at at Parramatta and you think, <laughs> seagulls? Where the hell are the seagulls? So anyway... A couple of weeks later, we are playing in the finals at the Sydney Creek Ground and we are in the side of the dressing room looking out, watching a bit of the reserve grade game and suddenly everyone sort of at the same time went, oh, look at that, there were seagulls on the field. Where the seagulls were, there was no players and thought, well, oh, that's oh, yeah. what it was. And, and, I mean, that was the sort of case. I've always classed Jack Gibson as a cryptic coach. He didn't yes. necessarily give you a straight answer. You had to think a bit about it and, um, you know, that was the way he was. But the other one was... Uh, he always used to say to us, "If ever you're going to be late for training, ring someone and let let them know." Um, he used to also say, "Make sure you take keep forty cents in your pocket." And <laughs> to all, to all those young ones listening in, that forty cents used to be the co- cost of a phone call. We didn't have mobile That's phones. That's right. And um, so yeah, and one night at training, we were all there. We we're out on the paddock, ready to start our training session, and Dave Lidyard was running late. Hasn't rung anyone. Race down onto the f- football field. And at Granville Park, we trained, first grade trained on the main field, and there were two fields up on a higher level. Yep. So Dave's run down, had a talk to Jack. And the other thing Jack used to say was if you don't ring anyone and you do get to training late, make sure you've got an excuse that I've never heard. And he said, but I've heard them all. And obviously, the excuse that he heard from Dave Lydiard he'd already heard of. And he said to Dave, look... Can you do me a favour, he said, go up to the top oval there and get the boy Atkins from reserve grade, who was Graham Atkins who played on the wing. Dave said, yeah, Jack, no worries. And as he started to run off, Jack said, oh, by the way, when you get up there, just introduce yourself to Coach Mooney, who was a reserve grade coach. So, in other words, you've just been dropped. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes. (laughs)
0: Any episode, any time, our interviews never date, never, any of them, over 500 to choose from.
1: Download the lot and rip in, legends. Uh, well, yes, um, I think obviously, I think a lot of people would probably agree, it's the same for them as the the, the last try I scored against Newtown where through yep. the dummy. Um, down the sideline. Down the sideline, I think everyone sort of remembers it and... And uh, a funny thing, it was I watched the game. At the time, I had the ball in my hands and I was thinking that Eric Grath was inside me but didn't realise, typical Eric, he was still hanging back. <laughs> um, I actually had, I think, Steve Eller was inside me and Eric was mm. back inside him. Um, and I thought, got the ball in my hand, saw Phil Sigsworth there at fullback, I thought to myself, okay, I'll have a shot at this, yep. and if I don't, if he doesn't fall for it, I believe—I believed at the time—I had plenty of time to then offload the pass. Yep. When I saw it in a replay, realised that if he doesn't fall for it, we're not talking about that second try that I scored. Um, he would have tackled me, mm. so I was a bit lucky in a way that he did fall for it. But um, yeah, it was just it was one of those things, and and uh, it was was good to. Score the try, I wasn't thinking about, oh, well, that's the second try I scored. I was actually, to be honest with you, I was glad I got to the try line. John Ferguson was coming from the other wing and I'd had enough by the time I got there. I thought, that'll do me. And I think Eric ended up pulling me up off the ground. (laughs) I was a bit tired. But, um, yeah, that's the try that probably sticks in my mind most out of all of them.
0: The core of the side, we'll go through some of them. I'd love your thoughts on these teammates, if there's something that stands out about them as a player. As a person or a story, Eric Groth.
1: Oh look, one of the lowest players I've ever seen. He, <laughs> he um, no, he's, a, he's a good bloke, Eric. He was actually the best man at my my wedding, my yep. first uh, first wife, and and um, great mates. And um, you look at him and, and you watch him; he's just a magnificent player. And yep. um, I, I honestly believe that we. We've never really seen how fast Eric could run. To me, he only ever ran as quick as he thought he had to.
0: Was he quicker chasing a player than he was in open spaces? Because he, he knew how fast he had to be to get the player.
1: Yeah, well, look, that's that's not a bad statement. You, I, wouldn't, I would never have thought of that. Mm. But, yeah, it's probably the, the the case. I mean, as you say, when he makes a break and there's no one in front of him, he doesn't sort of bust his dirt box to yeah. get there, you know, and... But I remember we'd have sprint training, and 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 uh, that, that there was myself, Neil Hunt, Steve Ella, um, a young guy from Reserve Grade, Brett Garnan. Yes. So we were we were all pretty quick. Yep. And you know we would have been twenty, twenty one years of age. Mm. And at the end of the sprint training, the session we'd we'd have uh Jesse Komarowski was our sprint trainer. He'd say, right, we will just have a just a race. Yep. Straight out race, start properly. You know, and um, Away we go! So off, he, you know, we just because ready, set, go, and we take off. And you know, look, we're all going as quick as quick as we could. could and yep. and then you look to your right, and he was Eric looking at us. And then he just sort of thought, well, we're getting close now, and just beat us by two or three meters. <laughs> really? <laughs> how, how the hell does he yeah. do that? And then, and you know, for a man his size and yep. to be able to run as fast as he could, it, it was just. Just amazing and, I mean, people that have seen him play could see the damage he used to yep. do to the opposition. I don't know whether he could play in today's game. He, he wasn't one for jumping in the air and scoring no. tries. He was just – he'd rather take the shortcut and just run over the top here. Yep. But, um, yeah, dynamic winger and, and um, you know, and off the field, a, a great bloke you'd want to be with. You have a lot of fun with him yeah. and, and that and, um, yeah, he's just – but a magnificent rugby league winger.
0: What about the great Mick Cronin?
1: Well, what can you say? I mean he, he's is it one of the greats, and, yeah. and uh, as I mentioned before, he he helped me a lot in in, in uh, my first grade or first year of first grade, and um, he was one of those guys. I remember watching Mick play when I was a young black, and he was playing in the centers with Steve Rogers for australia and and I always believed that the perfect center was someone that was as big and strong as Mick Cronin. As agile as Steve Rogers, yeah, you know. Great and, combination. Yeah, and and, and um, the Crow is a very humble man. You, yes. you just don't hear him talk too much about himself. And um, but he was a great player to have, and and I think all of us guys that played around him, mm. whether it be inside him, outside him, behind him, all realised just how great a player he was, and and how big an influence he had on our careers, and and. For me, I believe that I was able to achieve what I achieved in mm. the game because of the early start I had playing outside McCronnan
0: was he a good leader of men?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, and um he never got too carried away with things yep. um he was he he was very sensible with things he used to say um never got too excited and um you know he he was very calm with a lot of things and 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 I think that was a good thing for us guys. Uh, yeah. us being young and, and um being very I guess immature when it came to playing first grade rugby league to have someone like McCronan around and um looking after you. He was he was like the conductor of an orchestra. He would just say, You go here, you go there and we were like little pops going, Yep, okay, where do you want me? Yeah. And, and he'd tell you where to go and off we go and do it. And,
0: the legends at Pertec are a fabulous sponsor of Andy Raymond Unfiltered and super proud of their Protect range of products. Biodegradable and environmentally friendly, the lanolin range is Australian-made too. The Protect range of products is available from the 107 Pertec stores Australia-wide. Check out all the details on their extensive range of Protect products at pertec.com.au. Thanks, PerTech for your continued support of Unfiltered. Mate, post-footy, you'd learn illness and cancer doesn't care how old you are, who you are or how good a footballer you were. You were diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in 2017. How hard was that news to hear?
1: Yeah, it was tough, you know, um, and, and the thing was my... Um, my second wife her son so my stepson yep. Riley had, had um, broken his neck earlier on in the year and um, was at Westmead hospital at the time and um, yeah it was it was pretty tough my my daughter was pregnant mm. with her first child and and um, I found out you know that I had his cancer and and, and uh, obviously like everyone I guess would be once you hear that C word you think that's the end of your life yep. and you're finished and and, um, you know, I'm, I'm not embarrassed to say that, you know, that night after I'd been to the doctors we were in a unit next next to um, Westmead Hospital and, um, and I cried, you know. Yeah. I just laid in bed and cried and, and um, you know, finally went off to sleep and got up the next morning and, and I had an appointment to go and see the specialist. And once I'd been to the specialist um, I was fine, you know. She was very good at the way she explained it. Okay said to me look you know what i've got is not the end of the world yep 99.9% of people that have this survive and and get through and and live a long and normal life and and um but i had to go through all the chemo sessions and and um you know that's when i started to lose my hair but then yep. i started to look a little bit like bruce willis so it didn't really matter and i
0: don't mind the bald look mate no.
1: trust me <laughs> <laughs> and um it certainly shaves on the shampoo, you know. Yeah, it does. And um, and, and the brushes. And but um, yeah, it was it was a pretty tough time. As I said, um, my stepson at the time, um, you know, had broken his neck. So we, yep. and I and I didn't sort of say anything. We had a fundraiser for him up up here on the central coast, and and I knew then, yep. I, I knew before that, you know, what what had what had happened. And um, I said to my wife, you know, no, I don't, you know, I don't want to say anything because this is his night, you know, yep. we're trying to raise money for him and that. So I didn't didn't say anything. And then it was one of the girls that she worked with um, mentioned to her and said, look, you know, they they had spoken to Ray Hadley mm-hmm. um, on a number of occasions. I think they actually organised for Ray Hadley to come up and and host the fundraiser for Riley and 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 she said, you know. Asked Brett if, if you would mind if I'd mentioned it to Ray Hadley, now that that that's all fundraiser was finished, and everything. Yep. I said, "Oh well, look if you want to, you know, yeah. can." So um, I guess that's when it became public knowledge. And um, yeah, I'm very fortunate. A lot of people. The thing that amazed me, and and this was a good thing about rugby league, is you, you play a game like rugby league, and it's like playing in a family. And yep. I had that many people from opposition, mm. well, opposition team supporters. Bulldog supporters, Manly supporters, send me messages and everything, and that's you think, nice, geez, yeah, you know, people that you, you, you think, well, you know, one minute they hate you, and, yeah. but if anything happens and you need support, they're there behind you, and 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 that's, I, I thought, yeah, you know, that's a good thing about the game of rugby league yeah. is the is a support that people will give you regardless of who you played for, and and I was just amazed at it, but yeah, you know, when a, Few years now since since all that I've yep. you know, had the chemo and everything, and now I just go. I've got to go and see the specialist. I think in February and um, health's good. Brett. So health health's been good. I've been wheezing a little bit. I, I and that's the other thing is is that's what happened when it first when I first found out. I was wheezing a bit. Okay, but I've been to the doctor and she said no, nah, it's not a problem. It's, it's probably just the weather and everything. So it's that sort of thing that happens. I guess. Because of the experience you had before mm. and, you know, I hope this doesn't, it's not coming back.
0: The best of Brett Kenny. We hope you enjoyed. The full interview is episodes 111 to 113 in our Library of Legends where none of our interviews or episodes ever date. So you can download the lot, rip in, and get amongst the best rugby league talk there is. Make sure you come back soon, legends.